I was not comfortable in my own skin, Brian. Yeah. I was not comfortable in who I am. I was afraid of what people would think about me. I care more about people's opinion of me mm. than to speak up about what I care about. Right. So I end up either saying things that people don't care about or I end up saying things that is very neutral. Hi everyone and welcome to The Kaching Show. My name is Brian Ching and this show is dedicated to motivated individuals inspiring them to document their journey and for like-minded entrepreneurs who are keen to learn more. Through this channel, we aim to impart financial, marketing and business knowledge from the brilliant minds of other entrepreneurs to you. Today's episode will be on how do you 10x your process to become known, loved and respected with Eric Feng. And if you are not new to this social media branding game, you have probably known Eric for quite a while now. He's a really amazing branding strategist and he has crossed over 200,000 followers on Facebook and about 43,000 followers on Instagram. Let's have Eric Let's Feng. Let's bring our first caller in. His name is Brian. So Brian, hi. And let's take a look. His question is about personal branding. So let's, 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 uh, let's welcome him. Hi, Brian. Hey, Eric. Nice Yo, to meet you. Too. Welcome, Yo. welcome, welcome. Yeah, you want to tell thanks. everybody a little bit about yourself? Introduce yourself a little. Yeah, so hi, everyone. Uh, I'm, a, I'm Brian. I'm a digital marketer. And I basically help my clients, you know, uh, get heard and seen through uh, social media and online marketing. And uh, basically, I've been doing this for about 10 months, 10 to 11 months right now. Yeah, welcome, and welcome to the family. <laughs> yeah, nice. So I also have a show, uh, the Kaching Show, right? And then uh, I'm really uh, honored to be on this show with you, Eric. Yeah, I'm, well, I love your question. Uh, we, I mean, we receive a lot of questions every day, and uh, I, I, I love how thoughtful your question was. So I thought, you know what, we have to get you on a show, and, and we'll answer that question. Awesome. So, so yeah. tell everybody what was your question that you asked. Yeah, Eric. So I wanted to ask, um, you know, um, you shared on your webinar previously, you know, um. Mm-hmm you took about 10 years to become known, loved and respected. And I really admired, you know, your determination and everything. So, uh, you know, um, would you have, you know, done anything different to shorten that process or actually change anything, you know, to shorten, you know, this journey of yours? Yeah. Uh, well, so I, I love your question also because, hey, you got fans here. You're, you're, so uh, those of you who know Brian, like, at least support him. Like, hey, it takes a lot of courage to be on a show, okay? Like there's 234 yeah. people of you watching him right now. Ooh. And I'm pretty sure more will join in later on. So, you know, go say hi. Give me a big heart. Okay, go support him. His name is nice. not Ryan. His name is Brian. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. He, he, he realized that. Okay, now, so uh, I'm excited to answer that question because I've never answered that question before. So, uh, you know, everybody know my journey. Yeah. Uh, and, we, we kind of know that, you know, I've recently just celebrated my 12th year on Facebook. But yes. I want to I share an interesting data with all of you that would give you all a lot of assurance. So Brian just asked, Eric, you do 10 years uh, to build a following, to have a, a global career. Um, how do we shorten the process? I've got good news for you. you. You can definitely most likely shorten the process. Um, in fact, I want to share with you some data, okay? So I joined Facebook on 19 of, I set up my Facebook page on 19 May 2009. So obviously just a week ago, two weeks ago, I was celebrating my 12 year anniversary. Yeah. And that was also where I got my blue tick, right? Now, mm-hmm. but what most of you didn't know is this. After I set up my Facebook page on 19 May 2009, five days later, then I posted my first post. <laughs> it was a video on public speaking. And I only got one pathetic like. 
So any one of you, if you post a video and you got more than one like, you're already better than Eric Fung, right? Because when I first did it, right, I only got one freaking like, and the like is from somebody I don't even know who. His name is Rowell. Until today, I have no idea who Rowell is. Hi, Viviana, my Dota buddy. <laughs> All right, and then, uh, so I posted my first video five days later, and then subsequently, I posted two more videos. And the second video has zero, oh no, have one like, and my third video got eight likes. Then Brian, you know what happened after that? I stopped posting. Mm. And one year later, I posted again. <laughs> so my, my fourth video came one year later. And, and so embarrassed. 2010, I posted one video. And then again, no likes. Mm. So I stopped posting for another one more year. So right. my next video was posted in 2011, two years later. And that year, 2011, I posted five videos. And then I disappeared for two years. Interesting wow. data, huh? Yeah. And then 2014, I posted eight videos. And then 2015, I posted one video. <laughs> if someone can pay attention, right? You can, if you yeah. guys are into numbers, you can actually draw the, the GAN chart, the, yeah. the, the charts already, right? So 2015, I posted one video and I disappeared. And then 2016, suddenly I got back again. I posted 15 videos. That means every mm. month, average one video. Yeah. Do you realize something, Brian? What do you notice? Yeah, I think it really goes back to being consistent, you know, in you got your, your answer. online presence. You got your answer even before yeah. I can tell you. Exactly. So I started Facebook really, really early. Yes, yay. Eric's been around for 10 years. But I haven't been very active on social media. I was inactive for at least six years. The best year was 2016 where I only posted 15 videos. And then 2017, it just hit me that I needed to buck up and I posted 156 videos. Wow. So if you divide, right, Brian, 156 divided by 12, that means right, on average- 12 videos to 13 I posted about 12 to 14 videos right. every month. And then 201, but nothing happened in 2017, Brian. Nothing amazing happened, yeah. right? I was still mainly just Asia and even Asia is also not everywhere. It's probably Singapore and Malaysia, mm. right? A little bit of Hong Kong, that's it. Yeah. Then Brian, something happened in 2018. So 2018, on 27 February 2018, one of the video I posted when went viral. viral. I had 3,200 likes, 255 comments, 1,700 1, shares, and 1,505,000 views. That was my best video. So you must imagine all the videos always last time is like 10 likes, 20 likes. <laughs> and then boom, from 20 likes become 3,200 likes. Wow. And that video was what opened me up to the world. Why? I remember that was when the video went viral, I got Facebook messages from a CEO of an insurance company who wanted me to share that story with his people. And then I had somebody who contacted me on LinkedIn, who is the chief distribution officer of another company who brought me to the MDRT platform for three years. And then somebody saw it on Instagram. Uh, on more like someone saw the video on Facebook but contacted me on Instagram and said, Eric, can we invite you to LA for social media disrupt tour? We want yeah, you to yeah. share your, 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 your journey. That was it, man. And then after that, that, that year, I produced 75 videos. And then 2019, which is last year, I produced the most number of videos, 180 videos. And right now I've produced uh, 48 videos. That's my journey. So in total, so I want, I want to ask all of you watching this right now, right? There's a story behind it. 
and, and I want you all to guess how many videos do you think I've created so far? Let's see who's the lucky winner. The one closest to the number, I'll give you another copy of my book, okay? <laughs> okay, the one closest. Okay, you cannot play cheat and rewind, huh? you just guess. Like in general, over the last 10 years, actually 12 years of being on social media, two years I was, I was, I was out of social media. That means I wasn't even active on social media. Can you all guess how many videos have I produced? Videos. But Brian, you, you got it right that if there's one thing that I could have done, because you asked me that question, which is, Eric, what would you have done different, right? To shorten that journey. I would have been more consistent right at the first year of Facebook. You just think about it. I joined Facebook in 2010 where I had very little competition. Facebook loves me, right? Because yeah. back then, Facebook was trying to be the number one social media platform. So anything you put out on social media, social media will, will do their best to, to get you the reach. Push you out, yeah. But I only posted freaking hell how many videos? <laughs> I, I only posted one video. <laughs> right and and it took me a total of six years uh, no eight years before i started getting active on social media so right. i was 12 years but for, for for almost eight years i was inactive you just imagine if my if i have started producing 15 videos at the first year i would have gotten my breakthrough in 2010 yeah i only yes. got my breakthrough in 2018 even though I was on social media much earlier than all of you. But if I had been consistent with my content, not giving up, I would have been a phenomenon in 2010. And that means now I can't imagine what I'll be doing. <laughs> so I'm late, very, very late. Uh, Amy says, Eric, you have produced 1,210 videos. Uh, someone, Jenny said 2,361 videos, it's crazy. Wow. <laughs> Paul Yip says 1,000 videos. Now I'll tell you what's the magic number, okay? I have produced a total as of now, 489 videos. And, um, and these 489 videos, I did not have a spike of my followers until much later. So I did not have steady growth of followers. I had a spike. And right. that spike came because I started becoming more consistent uh, in 2017, producing 156 videos. Uh, and that, that's how I led to having a 200K following. Uh, I just checked this week, I have a reach of 3.2 million. And uh, my views for this week, it's uh, 1.2 mil. So wow. that's the kind of reach that I'm getting right now. But it all started when with one video that only had one like. But had I persevered, Brian, I would have been much faster than, than I am right now. If you think about it, I'm actually very, yeah. very slow. Very, very slow. That's, that's amazing. Like, I think, I mean, even though like, you know, it was a slow journey, I would say, uh, you know, uh, I guess you learn from it and you know you grow from there and that's where i like want to you know um, ask you you know uh, what what made you go into coaching uh and like how how do you like become a great coach you know like i think there are so many coaches out there nowadays and uh, it's hard to stand out from everyone and like what what will you do you know if you are right now you are a coach branding coach and uh how will you determine yourself as a great coach well first of all uh I, in order to be a great coach or great whatever, we need to first have a very clear distinction of what's a coach. Because I think many of us, uh, and including myself, right, I used to, you, I, I used to uh, uh, use the word coach very loosely. But actually, I'm not a coach. Right? I'm not too sure about Brian, but I'm definitely not a coach. I'm a mentor. Right. I'm a strategist. There's a very big distinction between a coach and a mentor. Let me explain. So a coach is somebody that doesn't give the solution away. 
a coach is somebody that uh, believes inherently that their clients already have all the answers in the world. Mm-hmm. The coach needs to create a process to help the client discover the solution. Right. Because when a client discovers a solution, there's a lot more ownership. Mm. Now, mentor is different. Mentor is somebody who is probably a few steps ahead of you, shares yeah. the same values with you, living the kind of life that you want to live. It's like a role model. And he's willing to teach you how he gets there. So a mentor teaches and, and guides you instructively sometimes. But a coach right. doesn't do that. Yeah. So why, why do I take time to, to explain the distinction between a coach and a mentor? Because that answers your question. Yeah. That number one, if you want to be a great coach, then you need to first understand what a coach is. Because maybe we're not coaches, we are mentors. And why do I call myself a strategist? I call myself a mentor to my KRR community because I'm a role model to them and I'm very instructional with them. That means mm-hmm. I tell them exactly what to do. They go do, I will supervise. Nice. So I'm a mentor to them. But in public, I'm not a mentor. In public, I'm a strategist. There's a very big difference too. What's a strategist? A strategist is somebody that looks at trends. They look at big pictures. They give people a little heads up of what's going to happen. Right. And, and the, the map. So I guess, Brian, for you, step number one, before you, you, you compare yourself with everybody else, ask yourself, are you more of a coach, a mentor, or a strategist? Or maybe a teacher? Yeah. Because we are, all distribution, we are all distributors of wisdom. Mm. It's just that the wisdom is packaged in different ways. Yes. Some of us are speakers. Agreed. That means we, we, we distribute our insights in the form of a speech. Mm. Some of us are trainers. We distribute our insights in the form of a workshop. So what are you? Which one Agreed. do you think you feel more close to? Um, so as a, as a marketer, right, I actually like want to go into the niche to help coaches and mentors you know, um, get hurt and seen. So it's, uh, it's best for me to understand better you know, uh, on the pain, the struggles that um, these mentors and coaches go uh, face in their day-to-day. And I see myself more as a strategist because mm. I need to see um, you know, three steps ahead of them so that I can show them the way as mentors to get seen and heard online. So um, that's probably why I wanted to ask you that question so that you know, I can deliver value to others as well. And you got it already. So number one yeah. is you got to stop, stop calling yourself a coach that, yeah. so, because then we, we, we kind of misrepresent uh, ourselves in that sense, right? Awesome. Okay. Yeah. Now, then number two, then easier question already. It's yeah. very important, right, Brian, that you go talk to your best customers. You're ex- I mean, you've been around for, you're saying about 10 months. Yeah. So you know, go talk to the people that actually work with you. There is a reason why they chose you and not somebody else. There's something yeah. they saw in you that they didn't see in another person. Go sure. find out what those things are yes. and amplify those things. Mm, you know, Brian, have you ever played this game before? Okay, okay, I'm much old. How old are you? Uh, I'm you don't mind, if you don't mind me asking, if you can, don't answer that question. But you're a guy, yeah. so guys are okay. I'm 22 this year. You're yeah. 22? Yeah. <laughs> what well, Okay. No I'm, no, I'm amazed by you. Like, I, what am I doing when I'm 22 years old? Gosh, I'm definitely not on social media. I'm probably like gallivanting. I'm not learning, you know, but oh my God, 22, you are doing this. I can't imagine how bright your future is going to be. Now, uh, Brian, I'm 38 this year. So uh, when I was very, very young, there was a game that we used to play. I don't know. If you guys know this game, that means you're my age, okay? So this game is where all of us are blindfolded in a room. Harry, what game yeah. is that? Oh, I got blindfold one. Okay, yeah. now, and then all of us are, <laughs> all of us are given an animal. Okay, so Brian, give me your favorite animal. Uh, I would say tiger. Okay, you tiger. Huh? So maybe a chicken. So I'm from the chicken group. You're from the tiger group. But we are all mixed up, and we're all mm. blindfolded. And then we need to call our sound 
to find our tribe. Right. So in the midst of 100 animals in the room, <laughs> chub, chub, thanks, uh. someone just said, technically I could be your father. <laughs> oh my God, I don't mind. If I got such a bright young son, right? I think I, I, I win, man. <laughs> okay, now, so imagine, Brian, we are in a room right now. You need to call the tiger sound. Come, let's have some fun, okay? How does a tiger sound like? Raw. <laughs> raw, okay. See, raw, right? And then mine is, right? And yeah. I had to really courageously shout and crow so that I yeah. can hear the rest of my tribe. Cool. And actually, that's one of the reasons why I was also very slow because mm. I was not comfortable in my own skin, Brian. Yeah. I was not comfortable in who I am. I was afraid of what people would think about me. I care more about people's opinion of me mm-hmm. than to speak up about what I care about. Right. So I end up either saying things that people don't care about or I end up saying things that is very neutral. Mm-hmm. And I always believe that, you know, what brings you uh, following is polarity, not neutrality. The money is always in Agreed. people. It's never in the between. Yeah. Right. We either love you or we hate you. There's yeah. no money in between. There's no following in between. So yeah. if I had stepped up and, and, and embraced my uniqueness, my differences, my personality, my quirks, I would have seen much earlier success because the beauty of social media is it celebrates everybody. You just got to step up and be your own kind of beautiful and you will attract your own tribe. So if I'm a truly an inherent chicken, let's say, I cannot pretend to be a tiger because when I try to be a tiger, like, you know, you guys go and look at other role models. So, so Brian, go and look at another role model and get, get, that guy is yep. a tiger, right? Okay, let's say me. Okay, I go and look at you. I go like, oh, you're my role model. So, okay, you're a tiger. Okay, I want to be a tiger too, but I'm not a tiger. I'm a chicken. And mm-hmm. then I roar like a tiger, but I sound like a half-ass <laughs> chicken, you know, half-ass tiger. I end up pro- possibly attracting tigers, but I will never be happy with them because my true nature is a chicken. Yeah. So I need to step up and be my uniqueness so that I can attract people who celebrate those unique traits. Brian, that's the same thing for you. You need to go talk to your customers and go ask your customers, you know, what makes you different? What makes you special? Why did they buy you? Yes. Those are your, your selling point, your uniqueness. You double down on those things and you end up finding more people like them. Agree. There is space for all of us, Brian. It's an abundant yeah. world. The yes, problem is. is, the problem is we don't know ourselves well enough to find our placing in this world. Mm. And we use other people as our true north. If you use other people as your true north, you never will find your way because your true north keep changing. I follow this person, first. I follow Gary, yeah. I follow, I follow uh, Dan Locke, I follow Grant yeah. Cardone, I follow all these people. You end up, you know, not finding yourself. Yeah. You're vanilla at most. Correct. But when you look inwards and ask yourself, okay, what makes me unique? What do I want? What do I want to stand for? What are my values? Who do mm. I want to attract in social media? Yeah. You ask those important questions, right? Mm-hmm. You're going you're gonna to be the best version of yourself, man. And you're going to attract raving fans who are freaking loyal to you and it will never change. Mm. It will defend yeah. you to the end of the day. That's mm. the kind of fans I have right now. And you can have those fans too. But it all starts, great. personal branding starts with self-awareness, right? Yes. Yeah. That you need to know yourself 100%. well. Then after that, it comes, then the communication of your brand, it's about empathy. So know yourself so that you can create a brand. But to communicate that brand, you need to know your audience. That's empathy. Mm. Use these two. I, these are accelerators. You've got to be so much faster than me. After 10 years, <laughs> I believe you'll take much, much faster. Thank you, Eric. Yeah. You're most welcome. You ask those questions. Yeah. So, you know, um, 
if we have like one last question, right? Since you know you are sharing with me about um, sharing my values with my audiences and um, being who I really am, uh, maybe like Eric, could you share like uh, what's one value or principle you know in business or your own life that you actually um, stand very firmly on? Yeah. I oh well that one's tough. Like I mean, I, I, it's hard to put my whole life in one value. <laughs> uh, let me see which one. Which one is do I think is the most important? I feel that the most important value that has served me very well is care. Mm-hmm. It's genuinely care. That means a lot of times, you know how like we do things with a certain agenda. Like we, we yeah. want to do something. We produce a piece of content because right. we want followers or we create this webinar because we want sales, right? And, yeah. and it's, we have a tendency to end up being very commercial. Mm. And so what I find to be very, very helpful for me throughout this entire career of mine is to put that, I mean, I'm not saying that we should not plan for money, but when it comes to strategy, Go plan, right? Build the funnels you want, build your following, build your offer, do whatever yeah. that needs to be done. But once you get a plan already, the only guiding principle you have is to care. It means every mm-hmm. human being that comes your way, you yeah. put in a 200% to go help them. I don't care if you, if right now Facebook Live, you're running a live stream with about more than half, 200 plus people watching this. But what if it's only one person watching it, you still need to put in the same effort. Like if I only have one person watching this, the answer that I give you was still the same, same the energy will still be the same. Yes. I'll probably just spend more time talking to that one person. <laughs> I guess that, that really served me a lot mm. because then I, I don't pay too much attention to the number of people I have because the number of people that you interact with, you know, comes up and down. You know why? People's opinions are erratic. Yeah. Right? So if, if you go by people's opinion of you, if you go by your, your, your you, you judge your self-worth by opinions, you mm-hmm. judge your self-worth by uh, how much money you make, you're going to yeah. be very upset because some days you're yeah. going to be up, some days you're going to be down. But mm-hmm. if you judge yourself, your self-worth by the heart that you use to serve people, it will never change. It's timeless. Mm. Then you'll always be happy. So like tonight, if I only got one person on Facebook live stream, mm-hmm. I'll still be happy because my principle was I want to show 100% care and help that person. If today there's 2,000 people, I'll be equally happy because I've just done that 2,000 yeah. times. I thought that would be my most important value. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. And you know what? Caring allows you to play the long game. Mm. Because you see, uh, you do something, you don't get a result, you quit, right? But yeah. you do something with the intent to care, you've already done your job, uh, you won't quit. Mm. You just keep doing it. I agree. What's I agree. yours? What's yours? Have you thought uh, about yours? I think for myself, like in terms of business, right? Like I've been through like quite a few um, struggles. And I think one thing that I stand by the most is like ethics and honesty. Because like, uh, especially, you know, like right now in the internet marketing industry, like there are so many... Um, fake gurus and um, gurus that want to be and like, I want to be very strict with myself and like you know, not just because I could earn this money uh, I, I changed my values in terms of like being unethical or like uh, serving someone like marketing a message that I don't agree with mm. yeah so like you know you could do that um, injustice to others you know by letting these uh, unethical gurus earn money you know? yeah I love it at 22 <laughs> who teach you this? <laughs> no I mean uh it's very good. It's like, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I have to go and think about how I was like in 22. Um, but that's great. So that's your yeah. value. That's great. And, and the key thing is that, you know, it doesn't matter what value you have as long as you know what your values are because yeah. your values become your guiding principles in all your decision making. Yes, I agree. Very Thank nice. You. Thank you so much. You're most welcome. Eric. Yeah. All right. Thank you very much. All the best to your career. And remember, go do that homework. Yeah. Go talk to your best customers. Ask them why they pick you. I would. I would. Thank you and so you, much. You have a map. Okay, yes. see you. See yeah, you. Take care.
Bye bye. Hey, Eric, let's take a photo. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, I always forget. Okay, okay, okay. Come. Okay, one, two, three. Okay, got it. All right, you take care. Hey. Yeah. See you. See you, bye. Eric. Bye bye. Hey guys. Thank you everyone for listening to this episode and if you'd like to find Eric or the full episode, uh, you could go to facebook.com forward slash up close with Eric or Eric Goes Global on Instagram.